0: Hi, this is John Butter, Senior Earnings Analyst at FactSet, and welcome to this week's edition of the FactSet Earnings Inside podcast. The FactSet Earnings Inside podcast provides commentary and analysis on corporate earnings for the S&P 500. This analysis is based on content published in the FactSet Earnings Insight report, which is available each week on the FactSet website at www.factset.com. We'll start this week's podcast with a preview of the key metrics for the second quarter earnings season for the S&P 500, which starts in about 5 weeks. Then we'll discuss our topic of the week, which is the number of S&P 500 companies that have commented on inflation on their earnings calls for the first quarter. But first, let's look ahead to the second quarter earnings season for the index. Analysts and companies have been more pessimistic compared to recent quarters in both their estimate revisions and earnings outlooks for the second quarter. As a result, expected earnings for the S&P 500 for the second quarter are lower today compared to the start of the quarter. The index is expected to report its lowest earnings growth rate since the fourth quarter of 2020. In terms of earnings estimate revisions for companies in the S&P 500, analysts have decreased estimates in aggregate for the second quarter. We typically look at the change in the bottom-up EPS estimate for the index to measure EPS estimate revisions by analysts. The bottom-up EPS estimate for the second quarter has decreased by 1.2% since March 31st. While this decline is smaller than the 5-year average, the 10-year average, and the 15-year average for a quarter, it is still the largest decline in the estimate since the second quarter of 2020. In terms of guidance, more S&P 500 companies have issued negative EPS guidance for the second quarter compared to recent quarters as well. In determining whether guidance is positive or negative, we compare the projection of the company to the mean EPS estimate of the analysts at the time of the guidance. At this point in time, 102 companies in the index have issued EPS guidance for the second quarter. Of these companies, 71 have issued negative guidance and 31 have issued positive guidance. This is the highest number of S&P 500 companies issuing negative EPS guidance for a quarter since the fourth quarter of 2019. The percentage of companies issuing negative guidance for the second quarter is 70%, which is above the five-year average of 60% and above the 10-year average of 67%. Because of the downward estimate revisions and the increase in companies issuing negative guidance, the estimated year-of-year earnings growth rate for the second quarter is lower than the estimate at the start of the quarter. The S&P 500 is expected to report year-of-year earnings growth of 4% as of today, compared to the estimated year-of-year earnings growth rate of 5.9% back on March 31st. If 4% is the actual growth rate for the quarter, it will mark the lowest year-of-year earnings growth rate reported by the index since the fourth quarter of 2020. The lower earnings growth rate for the second quarter relative to recent quarters can be attributed to both a difficult comparison to unusually high earnings growth in the second quarter of 2021 and continuing macroeconomic headwinds. In the second quarter of 2021, the S&P 500 reported year over year earnings growth of 91.1%, which is the second highest year over year earnings growth rate reported by the index since 2008. Companies also continue to face macroeconomic headwinds, including higher costs, supply chain disruptions, labor shortages, and the military conflict in Ukraine. Six of the 11 sectors are projected to report year-over-year earnings growth, led by the energy sector at 208%, the industrial sector at 27%, and the material sector at 13%. On the other hand, five sectors are projected to report a year-over-year decline in earnings, led by the financial sector at negative 21%. The estimated net profit margin for the S&P 500 for the second quarter is 12.4%. This profit margin is above the five-year average of 11.1% and above the previous quarter's net profit margin of 12.3%, but below the year-ago net profit margin of 13.1%. Looking ahead, analysts expect earnings growth of 10.6% for the third quarter and 10.1% for the fourth quarter. For all of 2022, analysts are predicting earnings growth of 10.4%. The forward 12-month P.E. ratio is 16.8, which is below the 5-year average of 18.6 and below the 10-year average of 16.9. It is also below the forward P.E. ratio of 19.4, recorded at the end of the first quarter on March 31st, as prices have decreased while the forward 12-month EPS estimate has increased since March 31st. And during the week, one S&P 500 company is scheduled to report results for the first quarter and two S&P 500 companies are scheduled to report results for the second quarter. Now let's move on to our topic of the week, which is comments on inflation by S&P 500 companies on Q1 earnings calls. The market continues to be concerned about higher inflation. Consumer prices increased by 8.6% in May, which was the largest year-over-year increase since 1981. In light of these recent high inflation numbers, did more S&P 500 companies than normal comment on inflation during their earnings conference calls for the first quarter. Well, FactSet Document Search, which allows users to search for keywords or phrases across multiple document types, was used to answer this question. Through Document Search, FactSet searched for the term inflation in the conference call transcripts of all the S&P 500 companies that conducted earnings conference calls from March 15th through June 10th. Of these companies, 417 cited the term inflation during their earnings calls for the first quarter, which is well above the five-year average of 155. In fact, this is the highest number of S&P 500 companies citing inflation on earnings calls, going back to at least 2010, using current index constituents and going back in time. In addition, the first quarter marked the highest percentage of S&P 500 companies citing inflation on quarterly earnings calls, again going back to at least 2010 at 86%. At the sector level, the industrial sector at 65 the consumer discretionary sector at 57 and the financial sector at 55 have the highest number of companies that cited inflation on earnings calls for the first quarter. On the other hand, the material sector at 100%, the consumer staple sector at 97%, and the consumer discretionary sector also at 97% have the highest percentages of companies that cited inflation on their Q1 earnings calls during this period. Given the high number of S&P 500 companies that have cited inflation on Q1 earnings calls, have net profit margin expectations for the S&P 500 for the second quarter and the full year been revised? while the current net profit margin estimate of 12.4% for the second quarter is below the estimate of 12.7% back on March 31st, while the current net profit margin estimate of 12.6% for 2022 is equal to the estimate of 12.6% back on March 31st. This concludes our podcast for this week. Thank you for listening. For more information on the topics discussed today and other market-moving trends, Please visit the FactSet website at www.factset.com and check out the full FactSet Earnings Insight report, our FactSet Insight blog, and our street account podcasts. And of course, stay tuned for next week's edition of the FactSet Earnings Insight podcast.